hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new edition of the Road to Indy Insider. My name is Rob Howden, of course, the voice of the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. This is episode number 10 and a pretty special one, actually, uh, as we kind of get to the end of this 2020 season. I'm actually in one of the suites uh, here trackside at New Jersey Motorsports Park. We'll be getting going here this weekend with a triple header for USF 2000 and Indy Pro 2000, of course, then just a couple of weeks away from the finale as we go back to where it kind of all started or stopped, if you will, in March at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. Of course, looking forward to getting to that event, getting an opportunity to see which drivers come out as the as our champions, winning those scholarships to move up levels in this Road to Indy, the, uh, the unparalleled driver development program that we have here in the United States. Major news coming yesterday, obviously. Uh, I think news that everybody was kind of anticipating as well, crossing our fingers for, and that was the confirmed uh, announcement that Indy Lights will be back in 2021. Of course, Roger Penske and Dan Anderson sat down uh, earlier this year and looked at the kind of landscape that we were dealing with, with the COVID-19 pandemic shutdown, uh, the issue of potentially having people at racetracks. Of course, a lot of people at Indy Lights, the drivers have to get money from sponsors, whatever it may be. Not being able to have sponsors trackside and that B2B, that business-to-business relationship is so core and crucial to a lot of the programs, a lot of the sponsorship programs for drivers in Indy Lights and on the whole road to Indy, they weren't going to be able to come to the racetrack. So having less, potentially less cars, the, the decision was made to uh, go to the hiatus. Now, awesome. We see that uh, in 2021, Indy Lights will be back. And joining me here today, let's bring him on here right now, Dan Anderson, the CEO of Road to Indy is with me. Dan, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to chat with me today. Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, I would say this, and anytime I think anybody sees a, um, a release, an announcement like that come out, it's there's a certain amount of time that you write the announcement. There's always usually weeks and months of work uh, before that to get to that initial release. I have to believe that there was lots of time between you and Roger Penske and Mark Miles and everybody involved in IndyCar and the road to Indy sitting down to, to, to get to where you guys wanted to get to for 2021. Absolutely. There's uh, a lot of moving parts and a lot of... Uh, things that we have to consider when making any decision. In your intro, you referenced uh, the decision that we made early this year to suspend. Yeah. And in hindsight, that was the right decision. Um, there were so many challenges facing us all. And um, with what was already a, uh, a light field, the risk of continuing on, we would have lost television on most events, uh, fans on most events. And if sponsors went away, the field would have diminished even further. Uh, it just seemed like the wise course of action with the unknowns that we were faced with. The way COVID has unraveled and uh, and the, the world has been a mess for the whole year, it was the right decision. That said, the effort that we went in, uh, we went into uh, Roger and uh, Mark Miles, Jay Fry, Mark Sibler from IndyCar, uh, myself and some others, uh, we put a lot of time in, a lot of discussions about what the uh, return should look like and how we would do it. And uh, I'm pleased with the announcement that we were able to come out with and uh, looking forward to what I think is going to be a really great year. What I think is interesting, obviously, is it's, it's been a really good year to watch some of our drivers from the road to Indy and how well they've done here over this particular year. Pato Award, Renus VK has been a, absolutely amazing to watch. Colton Hurd has been there, of course. Uh, Renus was strong, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Oliver Askew, of course, had some good runs as well. So I think we everybody knows what the Indy Lights program does, what we've been able to do over the last number of years. 
22 out of the 33 starters in the Indy 500 coming through Indy Lights. What was what I, I know that when you guys went into the hiatus, the concept was, hey, we're going to take this program, and we're going to add a lot to it. We're going to see what we can do to increase it, to make it more attractive to drivers that maybe we haven't been able to bring into the program. Some of those from Europe, South America, whatever it may be. What were the primary things that you guys worked on? I know that you announced a lot of things and we'll hit those. But what were the primary uh, things that you guys really focused on in terms of how you wanted to increase the program for 2021? Well, we're still working on some details. What what has been rolled out and what we can roll out is what we've agreed on. Uh, we are IndyCar and Anderson Promotions continue to work on uh, ways to improve the offering to drivers and teams to, to make the whole series more viable across the board. So we hope that there will be some additional announcements in the coming weeks, months, and uh, the rest of 2021. Excellent to further enhance uh, what we've done already. Uh, we've looked at ways to encourage more team participation from IndyCar. Roger has some ideas on that. We bounced a few ideas back and forth. Uh, we hope to have something uh, in that area in the coming months. Uh, we definitely want to see more IndyCar teams involved. Uh, for me, it's a no-brainer. Uh, an IndyCar team not only has first dibs on drivers that they run but they're training mechanics and engineers and uh, the rest of their team series managers, their team managers. They, uh, you know, I walk around the IndyCar paddock and I see a lot of people that worked in USF 2000. So it's uh, why not do it? If you can run an Indy lights team and, and you can uh, make, make your ends meet and maybe make a little bit of money. You've got the shop already. Um, the car is very similar to what you have. It's a no-brainer. IndyCar teams should be jumping in, and and I hope we can encourage more to do so. And before we actually go to some of the things you guys have done uh, for for drivers in terms of reworking the scholarship program a little bit, if we just kind of cycle back over the last year, a little bit, you and the your team have done quite a bit in terms of of uh, lowering the overall budget for Indy Lights as well. I think you guys really focused on that uh, in in eighteen and nineteen. We did, and Delara uh, was helpful. They've lowered some of the costs for new cars and and. Uh, frozen the parts pricing. Uh, I think we have some announcements coming out about that soon. I've been working with the Lara the last few weeks. Uh, we hope to be able to further reduce the price of a new car to encourage teams to jump in and, and, and get some more equipment, uh, possibly some spares pricing reductions. Our partner Cooper Tires has kept the pricing the same for the last few years, and it is still a, a, a much better price deal than what Indy Lights had before Cooper became involved. Um, we're looking at every area that we can we can reduce costs. We're looking at the calendar, travel uh, costs on uh, travel for the team, Indeed. anything we can do to help a team budget. As a former team owner, I understand what a challenge it is to to run an Indy Lights team. So you know, obviously, the budget's key for the teams. So they're able to either make you know make money or make it viable within an IndyCar program. As you said, a lot of core competencies with an IndyCar team. They already have the shop, haulers, staff. It may be. Um, you also did a lot of things for the drivers themselves. We'll give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about how you kind of work rework the scholarship numbers as well. Uh, I think it's now 1.25 million for the Indy Lights champion to move to IndyCar. Yeah, we've been very fortunate. The last few years, we've had uh, two drivers first and second place in the, each of the last two years has advanced into full-time rides. Uh, that's always a challenge, and we're trying to bump up the scholarship to make our champion more attractive to an IndyCar team so that they don't only do the three rides, the three uh, races that we've always pushed. 
but we'd like to see them sign on for a much more extended season, hopefully a full season. It's been working the last few years. We want to encourage that to happen more by bumping that uh, scholarship up. The second and third place awards will go up a little bit as well. We basically reconstituted the prize package, moved some things around. But I think uh, overall it's it's for the, uh, the purpose of moving drivers up, helping the guys that finish in the top three uh, to, to go further. And uh, with that, with the award that we added, I think that's pretty exciting too. The, uh, Indy, the IndyCar test yeah. at season end for the top three drivers. Even if you don't win the scholarship, if you're in the top three in points at the end of the year, you will go to Indianapolis Motor Speedway and you will get in an IndyCar with one of three teams. And I'm told that IndyCar is going to make this a, a bit of a special event. It'll be kind of a, a combine type of a thing. I like it. Um, they're hoping that both Honda and Chevrolet are involved in three different IndyCar teams. And uh, it'll be an exciting time for uh, for our top three drivers to show what they've got and uh, become more attractive to all IndyCar teams that are watching. Now, I know that you don't totally focus or are you really not uh, completely in charge of the technical side. You hire the right people to do that, as I would myself. Uh, but one of the parts of the announcement as well was the addition of a halo for the Dolora IL-15 car for 2021. Can you give us a little insight, uh, maybe on the conversations before? I know Tony Cotman would be a better guy to talk about the actual technical side of it, but I'm sure you had uh, a lot of conversations in regards to bringing the halo to Indy Lights. Yes, I've been involved in that with Tony. Tony is a brilliant guy and so glad that he's part of our team. Uh, he has been working with Delara very extensively. Uh, the good news about the Indy Lights car is that it is so similar to the Indy car uh, in its structure that we can upgrade the existing tub rather than have to replace the tub, which, uh, which would be the case in other series. Um, so the plan is that in January, the teams will bring their tubs to Delara in Indianapolis the tubs will be extensively modified and hard points will be fitted. And then we will be using a titanium roll hoop. Uh, this will all be uh, homologated as well to FIA standards. And uh, the cars will be ready to go to our spring training in late February at Homestead. So we are uh, excited about this. Uh, we've been following IndyCar's lead, but on this particular step, we thought the windscreen was probably not appropriate for our cars. So we are simply going with the titanium halo. We think that's more appropriate for what we're doing and more cost effective. But Delara was able to bring it in at a number that we think is, is extremely reasonable. And it'll be a good upgrade. And uh, it's what the world's doing, what we need to do. Uh, what I find really interesting, uh, obviously, before we, we, we came on here for this uh, this interview, I you know, got on my phone and I started messaging some of the drivers and some of the team owners. The announcement, of course, coming out yesterday. And I went to existing drivers that were supposed to be running in 2020. And I think everybody that got back to me said they're back on board. They're ready to go. Uh, one of the team owners told me that uh, two cars, drivers coming back, going to have, probably have a third car. I talked to another general manager uh, from HMD Motorsports. They have two drivers potentially a third car. Just me throwing together my notes right now, I'm looking 14, 15 drivers, and that's not counting any onslaught of drivers we could potentially have from Europe coming in, uh, potential of having a new team from IndyCar, either next year or the year after. I have to feel that some of the feedback that you got, and you can confirm this to me or not, uh, that some of the feedback you've got from team owners is very positive. It has been very positive, and we've been aware of a lot more interest Um we knew that we would come into 2021 with a bit stronger situation because 
we have the drivers that were going to run in 2020 already champing at the bit to run. We have the graduating class from Indy Pro who would be naturally going into 21 anyway. Yeah. And uh, uh, the FR series has decided on their own to uh, scholarship a driver into Indy Lights. So all of that looked to be shaping up to be at least 11 or 12 cars. And beyond that, we've been very pleased with the interest that I think you might be, you might be closer to the truth with the 14 or 15. I'm hoping we see at least an average of 12 cars and uh, I'd much rather see us up around the 15 level. There uh, has been more interest from Europe. I'm not sure uh, our budgets have come down. The budgets to run an Indy Lights full season is far more attractive now. The cars have been amortized uh, with the halo upgrade. We will likely continue to use this package for a number more years so the teams can recognize a good savings on that. So all things are coming together in a way where we should be strong this year. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask a little bit about the schedule. I know that you guys talked in the press release about the fact that the schedule is probably going to come out before we get before or at St. Petersburg, our season finale. Um, can, can you give us any insight into the schedule at all? Uh, do, I, do I ask about Nashville? What do I, what do I ask about? It's a work in progress. We, All right. we are, we'll be uh, doing a lot of the same races that we did in this, uh, the, the past, uh, some drop off, some additions. Uh, Nashville is one that we'd like to add. Um, we are uh, in serious talks with both Nashville and Detroit. We'd like to yep. run at Detroit. Uh, they've split their weekend now. So there's room. There's never been room on Detroit in the past. And, and now for 2021, there is. So we have some, uh, some neat additions to the program. I think we'll still be at the same 10 weekends and 18 races. Uh, we we have actually have options uh, that could put us beyond that, but I don't want to hurt the budgets either. So I've got to look at the layout of the schedule, um, the timing between dates, make sure that we don't hurt teams and travel. It's a bit of a puzzle, but I'm, yeah. I'm excited about what it's going to look like. And I'm sure that the big change in the IndyCar schedule has kind of made more work for you guys as well. It was kind of easier in the past when you kind of there was some date equity and you knew where we were going. But with new races and new and weekends, you guys really have to put that puzzle together, as you said. Yeah, we have to wait on them that when they have to announce and decide where they're going. And then we have to talk individually with the promoters, see what room there is on the schedule for support series. Are we bringing Indy Lights? Are we bringing Indy Pro 2000? Are we bringing all three series? Um it's a it's a complicated juggling act, but uh, in the end, I think we've had some pretty good schedules these last few years. I'm expecting we'll do that again. You know, uh, Dan, you and I have talked about this many times before about uh, some people play golf, some people do whatever else they want to do. Uh, this is kind of your hobby is taking care of junior Formula Motorsports. We're very, very lucky. You have Indy Lights back again. So all of a sudden now we have that, you know, that ladder system from karting through the Lucas Oil School of Racing right to the road to Indy, all three programs and then into the NTT IndyCar Series. Have you taken a, a chance to kind of watch some of these IndyCar races? I know how busy you are, but have you watched some of the IndyCar races to be able to see the fruits of your labors, to see a Pato Award, Colton Herta, uh, you know, all these guys, all are asked, Uranus VK, Connor Daly, Dalton Kellogg. It's been amazing to watch these drivers do what they've done there this year. I do. I do watch the races, and uh, I was very, very excited to watch Uranus VK score a pole Yes. And uh, I was cheering him on the whole time. He had a terrific uh, race number one. Uh, not quite as good in race number two, but he has had a phenomenal opening year. Very sad to see uh, the situation with Oliver with his concussion. He'll be back. He's an extremely strong talent. I expect great things from Oliver. 
obviously Colton uh, came on strong right from the get-go two years ago. Uh, Pato as well. Dalton Kellett's uh, paying his dues as a rookie, and he'll gain an experience. Uh, it's great. I mean, I, I view them all as uh, almost children. I worry about them. Uh, if there's a crash, I when Spencer Piggott uh, crashed at Indy, I, yeah. I was holding my breath. I mean, he came all the way through the ladder every single step, and uh, we cheer for these kids a lot. You know, and I think I'll, I'll cap it off with this. And we talked about the road to Indy, what it does for drivers. But you, and I want to go back to this because you mentioned it. It's so crucial to the industry as well. This isn't just about drivers moving up the, the ranking. When I'm down on pit lane with IndyCar Radio and Dan, I, I go from one end to the other. Like you said, it. I can see driver. Uh, I can see guys going over the wall. I can see engineers. I can see strategists who I've watched for the last 10 years, 11 years on the road to Indy. It's not just about drivers. It's about just moving people through the sport on the ladder all the way to IndyCar as well. Yeah, we, we even grow uh, announcers. That's what I hear. <laughs> That's what I hear. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. I know a really big announcement for you, but I, I think crucially to cap off, as you said, there's still lots of work to be done. Uh, the, you, you've confirmed the program is back. We've talked about the scholarship, the test for the top three. Uh, we've talked about how we know drivers are coming. Uh, a lot more drivers are coming. The, the team owners are very happy. They're excited. The phone's ringing to get the last seats they have at their, at their teams. The halo's coming in as well. But with the schedule still coming, there's still lots of work for you guys to do. Yeah, there is a lot of work. And uh, it's fun. It's challenging. Uh, uh, but it's enjoyable to see the, the, the uh, final fruits come out. And uh, big thanks to IndyCar and to Roger and Mark and Jay and Mark, uh, the effort that they've put in uh, uh, in the midst of all that. Team owner Michael Andretti was very involved in uh, his his uh, number one guy, J.F. Thorman. They helped yep. me a lot in some of the discussions we were having about the future. So I appreciate all that all these people have done. Well, Dan, thank you so much for joining me today here. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Rob. Good to be here. We'll let Dan take off here. Let me click back over, get Dan out of here. Uh, an absolutely uh, great interview with a guy that has been so crucial uh, in this road to Indy. Obviously, it's his baby. It's his game. It's his hobby uh, to a certain extent, but he's got so much passion for it and so dedicated to it. That's why everybody's into it. You know, Every one of these team owners is all in. All the money they spent uh, on, on machinery, on cars, on all the spares, staffing, this was obviously tough with the COVID-19 shutdown. And Indy Lights, I know that it was very hard for them to make the decision to put it on hiatus. We were all waiting for it to come back. The drivers were all waiting for it to come back. But ladies and gentlemen, we're happy. Indy Lights is back for 2021. The three-rung road to Indy, back where it's supposed to be. And we hope that everybody enjoys it again next year. Big thank you to Dan Anderson for joining me today on the show. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in here as well, folks. Uh, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.